Enjoy my utmost for His highest for October 14th. The key to the missionary's work. Let's look up Matthew 28 verses 18 and 19. Matthew 28 is the last chapter of Matthew. We have the resurrection, the guards report, and then in verse 16 we have the chapter title of the Great Commission, which is Jesus's last words before he ascended back into heaven. It's kind of like our marching orders. So I will start in verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. What great orders and what a great promise. And I have up here written, Go as you are going, living life. And that's what we're going to talk about, how we don't have to be a missionary assigned to go to a different country like over in Africa. You can be a missionary every day as you go. The key to the missionary's work. The key to the missionary's work is the authority of Jesus Christ, not the needs of the lost. Hmm, That's interesting. We are inclined to look at our Lord as one who assists us in our endeavors for God, yet Our Lord places himself as the absolute sovereign and supreme Lord over his disciples. He does not say that the lost will never be saved if we don't go. He simply says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. He says, go on the basis of the revealed truth of my sovereignty, teaching and preaching out of your living experience of me. The eleven disciples went to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. Chapter 28, verse 16. If I want to know the universal sovereignty of Christ, I must know Him myself. I must take time to worship the one whose name I bear. Jesus says, Come to me. That is the place to meet Jesus. All who labor and are heavy laden. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. And how many missionaries are heavy laden, he's saying. We completely dismiss these wonderful words of the universal sovereign of the world, but they are the words of Jesus to his disciples meant for here and now. Go therefore. To go simply means to live. Acts 1.8 is a description of how to go. Jesus did not say in this verse, go into Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria, but you shall be witnesses to me in all of those places. He takes upon himself the work of sending us. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, John 15, 7, that is the way to keep going. Where we are placed is then a matter of indifference to us because God sovereignly engineers our goings. That's really good. I'm going to read that line again. Where we are placed then is a matter of indifference to us because God sovereignly engineers our goings. None of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus. Acts 20.24 And that is how to keep going until we are gone from this life. Again, lots of great stuff in there. You know, it's interesting. um, I like that line where it talked about, you know, people are going to get saved whether we go or not, right? I mean, God is going to do His will and get that done. But I really love, too, how He says not really to go to all those places, but He talks about how just 
witness, right? And so as you're going, as you're at the grocery store, as you're at work, when you're in your neighborhood, when you're at your school helping out, in the pickup line with kids or whatever, anywhere you are, you can be a witness. And I love too how he kind of has it like Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. It's like a little target, the ripples moving out, right? And so we're supposed to start right where we are. You don't have to go across the world and go to Africa. Start with your neighbor, start with your school, start with whoever's on your street, then branch out a little bigger into the bigger part of your city, maybe into the state. And everywhere you go, you can be a witness. So I hope today you feel empowered because he wants us to do this, right? So he's going to give you the words. He's going to direct you to the right place. And he's going to put the people in front of you that he wants you to witness to. I hope you're bold today witnessing, and I will see you back here tomorrow. Welcome to My Utmost for His Highest for October 16th. The key to the master's orders, Matthew 9, verse 38. Let's look that up. Matthew's in the New Testament, written by the disciple Matthew. And we are going to look at, starting at verse 35, the chapter title is, The Workers Are Few. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. I love that verse. Very motivating. I have several things on here. Um, one thing here says, God has a plan for the growth of his kingdom and he wants to use me, which is exciting. And also, don't wait for a special job, just work. Those are really both great words of advice. The key to the master's orders. The key to the missionary's difficult task is in the hand of God. And that key is prayer, not work. That is, not work as the word is commonly used today, which often results in the shifting of our focus away from God. The key to the missionary's difficult task is also not the key of common sense, nor is it the key of medicine, civilization, education, or even evangelization. The key is in the following of the master's orders. The key is prayer. Pray the Lord of the harvest. In the natural realm, prayer is not practical but absurd. We have to realize that prayer is foolish from a common sense point of view. From Jesus Christ's perspective, there are no nations but only the world. How many of us pray without regard to the persons but with regard to only one person, Jesus Christ? He owns the harvest that is produced through distress and through conviction of sin. This is the harvest for which we have to pray that laborers will be sent out to reap. We stay busy at work while people all around us are ripe and ready to be harvested, but we do not reap even one of them, but simply waste our Lord's time in over-energized activities and programs. Suppose a crisis were to come into your father's or brother's life. Are you there as a laborer to reap the harvest for Jesus Christ? Is your response, oh, but I have special work to do? No Christian has special work to do. A Christian is called to be Jesus Christ's own, a servant who is not greater than his master. That's a really good thing right there. I'm going to read that again. No Christian has special work to do. A Christian is called to be Jesus Christ's own, a servant who is not greater than his master. Let's remember that. And someone who does not dictate to Jesus Christ what he intends to do. Our Lord calls us to no special work. He calls us to himself. 
Pray the Lord of the harvest and he will engineer your circumstances to send you out as a laborer. And Mandy's going out to tell the world right now. I love it how it says he calls us to himself. He doesn't call us to work. And I also love how sometimes, you know, we all think, oh, well, I have special work to do. I can't go do this little thing. You know, I can't serve cups of coffee maybe at church because I'm called to do something bigger. But none of us are called to do anything bigger. We're all called to the same work. And we all have different talents. And there are different ways to be reaching people. So I hope today that you just realize that don't want to get too busy and doing programs, right? Sometimes missionary work is literally listening to people. I do that a lot. I listen to some people. Sometimes you just have to be there to hug people. Sometimes you just have to be with people. Sometimes the work is really little stuff. So don't forget that. The little stuff all adds up to the big stuff. And also that, you know, there's all kinds of work to do. So I hope today that you just talk to God and say, God, what do you want me to do? And, you know, he'll show you exactly what he wants you to go do. Like Mandy really wants to go bark at that window right now. That's where she's wanting to go. So anyway, I'm going to let you go. Have a great day living out with God, doing his missionary work. And I hope you have a great day and I will see you back here tomorrow. Okay, go, go, go bark at the window. That's her work. Welcome to My Utmost for His Highest for October 20th. Is God's will my will? The scripture is 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 3. 1 Thessalonians is in the New Testament, and we're going to start with verse 1. The chapter title is Living to Please God. Finally, brothers, we instructed you how to live in order to please God, as in fact you are living. Now we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus to do this more and more. For you know that instructions we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the heathen who do not know God. Is God's will my will? Sanctification is not a question of whether God is willing to sanctify me. It is my will. Am I willing to let God do in me everything that has been made possible through the atonement of the cross of Christ? Am I willing to let Jesus become sanctification to me and to let his life be exhibited in my human flesh? See 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30. Beware of saying, oh, I am longing to be sanctified. No, you are not. Recognize your need, but stop longing and make it a matter of action. Receive Jesus Christ to become sanctification for you by absolute unquestioning faith and the great miracle of the atonement of Jesus will become real in you. All that Jesus made possible becomes mine through the free and loving gift of God on the basis of what Christ accomplished on the cross. And my attitude as a saved and sanctified soul is that of profound, humble holiness. There is no such thing as proud holiness. It is a holiness based on agonizing repentance, a sense of inexpressible shame and degradation, and also on the amazing realization that the love of God demonstrated itself to me while I cared nothing about Him. See Romans 5.8. He completed everything for my salvation and sanctification. No wonder Paul said that nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8.39 Sanctification makes me one with Christ Jesus, and in Him one with God, 
and it is accomplished only through the magnificent atonement of Christ. Never confuse the effect with the cause. The effect in me is obedience, service, and prayer, and is the outcome of the inexpressible thanks and adoration for the miraculous sanctification that has been brought about in me because of the atonement through the cross of Christ. So I love this part right here where it says, All that Jesus made possible becomes mine through the free and loving gift of God on the basis of what Christ accomplished on the cross. You know, and that is just so true. I mean, everything we have and need comes because of Him, right? His sacrifice on the cross, I mean, He came and He took our place and then He did the sacrifice. So then that way we're free and we can go to heaven. And what a gift that is. I mean, nobody else could do that, right? I mean, nobody else could die in my place and have that perfect sacrifice. And so we are sanctified before God, which means when God looks at us, it's like He has... Imagine if these were like red glasses. I always say God's gaze passes through rose-colored glasses, right? Because he sees us through the blood of Jesus. And so then he looks at me and he sees me as clean and forgiven. And that only is because of Jesus' sacrifice. So I am so thankful today for his sacrifice for me and for you. And you can have that too if you believe, but we do need to believe. So I hope today you just live a joyful day knowing that you are sanctified and cleaned before God because of Jesus' sacrifice. What a great gift. Have a wonderful day knowing that, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Welcome to my utmost for His Highest for October 22nd. The Witness of the Spirit. The verse is Romans 8, verse 16. Let's take a look at that. Romans 8 is a great chapter, and we are going to start with verse 15 and then go into 16. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs with God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. The Witnesses of the Spirit We are in danger of getting into a bargaining spirit with God when we come to Him. We want the witness of the Spirit before we have done what God tells us to do. Why doesn't God reveal Himself to you? He cannot. It is not that He will not, but He cannot because you are in the way as long as you won't abandon yourself to Him in total surrender. That's a really good point right there. Yet, once you do, immediately God witnesses to himself. He cannot witness to you, but he instantly witnesses to his own nature in you. If you receive the witness of the Spirit before the reality and truth that comes from obedience, it would simply result in sentimental emotion. But when you act on the basis of redemption and stop the disrespectfulness of debating with God, he immediately gives his witness. As soon as you abandon your own reasoning and arguing, God witnesses to what he has done, and you are amazed at your total disrespect in having kept him waiting. If you are debating as to whether or not God can deliver from sin, then either let him do it or tell him that he cannot. Do not quote this or that person to him. Simply obey Matthew 11:28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Come if you are weary and ask. 
if you know you are evil. See Luke 11, 9-13. The Spirit of God witnesses to the redemption of the Lord and to nothing else. He cannot witness to our reason. We are inclined to mistake the simplicity that comes from our natural common sense decisions for the witness of the Spirit. But the Spirit witnesses only to His nature and to the work of redemption, never to our reason. If we are trying to make him witness to our reason, it is no wonder that we are in darkness and uncertainty. Throw it all overboard. Trust in him and he will give you the witness of the Spirit. There's a lot of great stuff in here, but I'm going to read that last line again. Throw it all overboard. Trust in him and he will give you the witness of the Spirit. You know, and he does want to witness, you know, through us, but... Like they were saying, how often do we just block that, you know? We just don't want to be blocking that. We want to just to be open to Him and having Him work through us and us to be able to witness to other people about His love and grace. But that can only happen if we're open to Him. So today, my friend, I hope you are open to Him, that He can just work through you, and that you can go out there and be a great witness for Him to other people because a lot of people need to hear the gospel. They need to hear it from you. So open your heart today and be a witness and do not block Him. And I will see you back here tomorrow. You can order your own copy of the My Utmost for His Highest devotional book by going to utmost.org. And I would love to answer any questions you may have about faith in Jesus. Just email me through my website, nancyjoytoyou.com. And I hope you go out and shine for Him today. See you tomorrow.